Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Michael C. Bouchard, the host of tonight's Stalker Podcast. This is episode uh, 308, season 4. Uh, today we're going to talk about something that's going to probably shock the um, civilian population. Uh, kind of shocked me a little bit too, but I, I understand where it's coming from. You know, if you think about it, you know, you have these morons out there that are always defund the police. Uh, they want uh, police indemnity laws. Uh, like in Connecticut, uh, we're having a big struggle because not you know because of these indemnity laws that these uh, loser uh, politicians we have passed. Um, the two individuals that are running for governor, uh, both are talking about repealing the bill, which they should, because why should a police officer doing his job? be susceptible to being sued by a suspect who's committing a crime. Listen, you're committing the crime, you're doing the wrong, so why should the guy that has to fix fix you so that the, the, the normal population can live a normal life, why should he be pay for your uh, indigence, uh, quite simply? Uh, because of these uh, indemnity laws, um, nobody even wants to be a cop, even though there's good money in it, nobody even wants it. And this is something, this is the Frankenstein that the uh, politicians have created as, as well as the juvenile law uh, debacle here in Connecticut, which um, it, it's just ridiculous. I mean, um, these juveniles are out of control, can do whatever they want, and the legislation just sits there with their hand on their ass. They do absolutely nothing, and if they tell you they do, they're liars. So what is my, what is my point today? Well, here is my point. Each year, if you go to the Officers Down Memorial page, you can do it right online, the average number of police officers killed on, in the, on the line of duty is about 267 a year. Okay? There is no other profession that has that many individuals killed. Even during active war, it is more than unlikely that the amount of military personnel being killed in a, in a uh, yearly uh, effort is going to um, equal what it's killed, the number of law enforcement people, individuals that are killed each year. So uh, if you do get a chance, go to the Officer's Down Memorial page and take a look. Now these are the same people that um, will go and uh, Put their life down, their life on the line for you, as you, you saw in uh, Bristol, Connecticut, a few weeks ago. Okay, three, uh, two, three officers shot, two fatally. Um, you know, it, this is just the world we live in, and to regain control, uh, we're going to have to do, we're going to have to uh, get rid of the indemnity uh, laws. We're going to have to rehire a lot of people and. For a couple, for at least the next five years, we're just going to have to, you know, uh, be more thorough and more uh, active to get the world back into control. So why am I mentioning this? Well, what people don't realize is that when a police officer comes to your house, or he responds to a shooting, wherever it might be, people are all automatically under the assumption that he is required by some law 
to protect you. And you would say, well, yeah, he is. Well, quite honestly, uh, although we as police officers have all been brainwashed into doing that, and that's what we do. If somebody's shooting in a school, we go into the school. Somebody's shooting, we shoot back, so on and so forth. We walk into domestic violent situations all the time, uh, deal with dangerous people all the time. But but does it doesn't mean that we have to protect you as a civilian. A lot of people are, up to, oh, yes, you do. Oh, yes, you do. Well, the answer to that is really no, we don't. Uh, if you go to your computer and put on a public duty doctrine, and I will read you what the doctrine says. The so-called public duty doctrine does not apply to mass shootings only, but also a part of uh, practical innumerable spectrum of possible scenarios according to the experts, which means anytime there's a gun being fired. The doctrine holds that an individual has no duty to come to the aid of a, another individual. That's what it means. And the principle extends to police officers. They have no more legal responsibility to save one someone than the average citizen in most circumstances. And now that I know this, make you think about things. All these officers who have died on that officer memorial down page and uh, officers that died in the line of duty coming to save people from serious injury or death did not have to do that. They didn't have to do that. It's and basically, and this is a federal court court ruling. It further goes on to say, what duties do police have to protect individual members of the police department or the public? The short answer is not much. Well, so there you go. So the Supreme Court said that there's generally no duty that exists to protect individual members of the public. Okay. Do I understand it? Yes, I understand what they're saying. Do I agree with it? <clears throat> well, I have to. It's a, it's a, a, you know, it's a federal court decision, a Supreme Court decision. Um, will I in 99% of the law enforcement personnel out there uh, think about this? Probably not. So I guess you're just lucky that we're all thick-headed. You know, if you look at a situation like, I mean, I looked at the Robb Elementary School shooting and there were just cops lined out there, lined out there, waiting to make entry. Did they have to? No. Everybody's saying, well, we should do this, we should do that, they should be fired, they should be written up, blah, blah, blah. Well, according to the Supreme Court, they really didn't do anything wrong. It further goes on to say that the, the police are not obligated to protect the public, but merely handle crimes. 
So, but then you have these people, and this is what the the, the, the Supreme Court says, Superior Court says, and of course you get responses completely unacceptable and grossly negligent on police response to an active massacre. Another user said that the U Valley Police um, aiding the public duty doctrine immunized and promotes negligence. Well, really, does it? Let's think about it. Does it really? Does it really support? negligence no it doesn't what it does do it defines the public's false information of what they believe to be the truth see the the public has been brainwashed over the years that the police are required to do whatever they have to to make any one individual safe and secure do we do this? Yeah, we do. Do we know that we could say no and just walk away from you? Yeah. Are we going to do that? More than likely not. Because that's we're kind of dumb that way. You know, we're brainwashing kind of dumb that way. But the fact is you pass you as citizens elect these politicians they they want to vote on these um, indemnity rules that really tie the police department's hands the cops hands from actually being able to help you and what happens is after these bills are passed because no one pays attention to what the hell's going on then they bitch that the cops aren't doing their jobs well you just put it on you just made a law affected a law that makes us not be able to do anything and then you bitch about it just like the juvenile law in Connecticut you bit now you're bitching about the juveniles but six years ago you were kissing their ass so you know you either want cops to be cops and do what cops do or you don't you know it's 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 a really crappy way to look at it but so by no legal Um, case law, do we have to do that? Do we have to put ourselves on the line for you? Do we? Yes, we do. All the time. Every day, every minute of every day, some police officer is putting himself on the line for the civilian entity in the country. So think about that the next time. The next time you call up a cop and you want him to go into your house because your door is wide open, you want him to go look at a group of people but hanging out in the parking lot you want this or that um, does he really have to do that put his life out there if he thinks the dangers out there he doesn't will he do it yeah he will but you got to understand you know <clears throat> the civilian entity wants to play you know both sides of the fiddle they want their cake and they want to be able to eat it you don't you pass indemnity laws because you don't want us to do anything unless you call and when you call you want us to do something <clears throat> and if we don't do something you get upset but we don't do something because we have these indemnities that you allowed your legislation to vote in you see what I'm saying see where I'm going here and now that this new indemnity law is in uh, not indemnity law but this um, you know the uh, this doctrine is uh, there. 
what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? You know what you're going to do about it? You're not going to do anything about it because you can't. So the next time you want to MF the police up and down, disband them, this, that, and the other thing. And if you do want to disband them and you don't want the police and you don't like the police, please do not call us. Do not call us. Don't waste our time. You know, if you don't like us and you don't, please do not waste our time because there are people we can help who appreciate what we do. So if, if you're one of these stoned out, drunk, just miserable, I hate life, I don't want the cops to do their job because I, I'm perfectly content with the, you know, the United States being a third world country, you know, just please don't call us. We're not asking you to call us. We're not asking you for anything. If that's the way you feel, then don't call us. You got trouble, call somebody else. You know, I, I don't know who to, you're going to call, but call somebody else. <clears throat> you know, that's, that's the way, that's what I think about it. So, so until then, like I said, we did uh, two wrongs don't make a right. Um, you know, this one, um, I'm sure I came up with a name for it already. I just... At this time, I, you know, it's it's uh, past midnight. Uh, I know it's episode 308, and uh, I'm getting ready to call it quits for tonight. But until then, you just remember, when you're out in a dark parking lot, dark alleyway, dark forest, dark path in the woods, dark backseat, dark room, and you hear footsteps coming up from behind you, you have to think of a couple of things. One, did I remember where the quickest exit to this place is? Second, what the hell am I doing here? And then third, you better run and you better run like hell. <clears throat> because the, the, the more time you wait, the closer the footsteps get to you. So until then, I am Michael C. Bouchard, host of Night Stalker Podcast, episode 308, 308, and this is season number four. <laughs>